How's your vacation? Yeah, it's okay. You know, I mean, you've seen one island, you've seen them all, you know? Like, on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. how would you rate your vacation with me on a personal level? On a personal level? Yeah. Would you... Would you recommend vacationing with me to other people? Yes, if by vacation you mean still have like a list of stuff that you want to get done that happens early in the morning on your vacation. Nary once (laughs) did I ask you to get up early. Nary once did you ask me, correct. You said, hey, we're getting up early tomorrow. That sounds like you would <laughs> definitely suggest. Oh, no, totally. You on TripAdvisor. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. 10 out of 10. Totally would. <laughs> well, welcome. And to not my forte. <laughs> Sorry. A, I can't work with you if you're sorry, gonna be like I'm absolutely this. I'm so sorry. Absolute silence. I need absolute silence. <laughs> I need absolute silence. <laughs> What's that from? Twenty two Jump Street. Oh yeah. Jonah Hill. Very good. Good movie. So well, and, then I don't talk. <laughs> and then I talk over you. And then I, won't talk. And then I go talk. <laughs> Jesus. This is going great. It's going awesome. 10 out of 10. TripAdvisor <laughs> would recommend. Jeez. Okay. Well, third time <laughs> you're wanting to do it so hard. I can tell. I'm thinking about it. Don't you ever oh. <laughs> interrupt me again. I won't. Welcome to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. I am your host, Megan Cottrell. And I'm your co-host, Josh Cottrell. So Peter Patter. Let's get her. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about this season? This season was good. I wouldn't say my absolute favorite of the seasons we've covered so far, or you and Amber have covered so far. I think season three might be my overall favorite. Mm-hmm. I think for me it would go three, two, four, one, I think. I actually agree. I didn't realize how much I really, really liked season three. Until we were listening to the season three recap, and I realized all the fun stuff we kept bringing up and kept bringing up, and I thought, man, I just, ugh, I love season three. And I would say that's probably my top favorite season, season three. This one was okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with your ranking, though. I think it goes for me three, two, four, one. I don't know because I don't know. Season season one is great, but then they build on it so well. So it's not like season one is the worst necessarily. I guess I just said it was, but well, it's not the worst. It's the least best. Exactly, it's, <laughs> it's the least. It's the most least best. Yeah, it's the mo. It's the fourth most fourthly important. It's just. A great foundation. It is a really good foundation season. So without season one, obviously, we wouldn't have any other seasons. But it's not the worst season. It's just out of the four. Could you just so imagine far. jumping into two? <laughs> well, What's would, going on? You would get to skip fluff book. True. <clears throat> but you still get Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> Les he quiz. 
That is heek. <laughs> We're so French. We. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know if I want to rank it yet. I kind of want to rank it at the end. That's fair. So, uh, what was your favorite episode of the season? My favorite episode of the season, I would say it's a tie between the fuss on the golf course and the Letterkenny Talent Show. Those are my two. If we're not counting the holiday episode, if we're counting the holiday episode, then the holiday episode hands down. But You liked the... The Super Hard the, Easter? The holiday episodes are so good. They're so good. They're always consistently good. In my opinion, I don't know. I feel like they're always a highlight of the season. I would agree with that. So far, anyway. I mean, they've been killing it. Yeah. And I know... I'm, I mean, we still have Christmas and Valentine's Day down the pike, and those two are excellent, too. So... I'm just going to expect excellence <laughs> from now on. Yeah, so if we're not if we're not counting the holiday episodes, uh-huh. then I would probably say the talent show just made that decision. The talent show is probably my favorite episode this season. I'm between and I'm so mad about this. I'm between <laughs> Letter Can He Leave mm. and the Easter episode. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and say we have I mean, we have to count the holiday episodes somewhere. So, I'm going to go ahead okay. and say they count. So, I would say probably first place, Easter, second place, letter, can you leave? And again, I'm so mad at myself for giving that away, but here we are. You shouldn't have, man. Me and Nate had a lot of fun doing that one. I think I equated Hot Tub to Battle for Bronnie McMurray. That's fair. And I just anticipated a lot of that kind of humor. Mm. Speaking of that, let's get into that really quickly. So, I requested Josh do the count for fluffs and i will continue to say fluffs even though amber's not here out of respect for amber solidarity (laughs) so are you ready for this are you ready for this are you ready to have your mind absolutely blown let's go (laughs) let's go and let's us get it one whole season and it was the and it was the holiday Easter, episode. yeah. So it was the end of the season. It was the final episode of the season. Okay, now, think about this. Take that versus season three. 86. Hold. In season three. Jesus! <laughs> That's like 86 times more. That's almost <laughs> exactly 86 <laughs> times more for those mathematicians out there. For all you math magicians. <laughs> so, it's just so strange. It's su- it's such a severe drop-off. Such a severe drop-off. I wonder if they got feedback about it. Probably. I can't imagine they had good feedback about Shred the Red. Yeah, I can't either. I feel like that whole, the Shred the Red and then the Battle for Bonnie McMurray as well. Just, Those it, two. They felt like it doesn't add anything to the story. But yeah, maybe they got some bad, some poor feedback. Or they're just like, you know what? We kind of way overdid it season three. Let's not do it at all in season four. But then, again, here we are. And I mean, I've even said it. I prefer season three. Well, because even with that, I feel like season three did a lot to move the story forward. And it was just really well written. And then season four, it kind of just feels like... I mean, there were some great, great scenes... But plot was secondary. But plot was secondary. There was some killer quotes that come out of the season. Oh, yeah. Such funny one-liners. But plot-heavy, not so much. I agree with that. 
Okay, so we did a favorite episode. What's your least favorite episode? I would say my least favorite episode is probably Great Day for Thunder Bay. That's my pick. And that's the finale. That's so upsetting. Anyway, keep keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I would say Way to a Man's Heart's probably a little bit less unlikable just because of the wordplay. If it comes down to the wordplay games, because I have a group of friends that we actually have like a we have a text thread called punslingers and that's kind of what we do just throw these words into other words or whatever and i prefer that to just rhyming especially because they all just kind of keep saying the same things over and over again just the brothers bay home for hay it's yeah. a great way to get together and show them we're proud in our own special way I don't love the rhyming as much as I love the pun play, so I would say my least favorite episode is probably Thunder Bay. I the these two are probably equally my least favorite. I think I just didn't care about Way to a Man's Heart storyline very much, other than the fact I don't know. See, there there's good stuff. I will say there's good stuff in everything. For example, I really I loved the fight, actually. That's the one where Derry randomly looked hot. Oh yeah, he looked good. That I was mean, hot Derry. Yeah, hot hot Derry. He was just handling himself in the fight. I like that Riley and Jonesy finally asked for what they needed mm-hmm. in their relationship that wasn't even a relationship. I don't know. Just everything was just not as interesting to me. Like I just didn't care enough. I think. Yeah, like if we took three and six and put them head to head, three would beat six out in my book so six episode six is my least favorite oh really from the season yeah that one might be three for me what is i think i have a curse with three like i'm never super impressed with three <laughs> you I think really aren't i feel is. like you've always said you know obviously season one episode three but then two three and three three were the same way I think. yeah and i was bummed that they gave away their finale to a new a different writer not a new writer i don't know if it's an it wasn't a new writer it was was just a different writer jonathan torrens and i could just tell because there was camaraderie missing for me in that there was just something it was like an ingredient that i'm used to that just didn't quite hit for me i will say it felt weird to not have everyone together in the end of this season rosie kind of screws off after the first episode i have to know that background story i'm sure she was probably busy with a different project of some sort maybe but then also you know the mcmurray's except for bonnie who we made such a big deal about in season three and yeah, then she's she was, just kind of peppered in this season. Like, Tannis gets more screen time than Bonnie does. She might only say one thing this whole season. She calls the cops. Yeah, I think and you I might be right. I think that's it. And that's crazy because last season, was it last season? I was like, was Bonnie's my favorite was character. Bonnie McMurray all about Bonnie McMurray. And then this season, she almost isn't around at all. She gets catcalled yeah. by the comedian, and then she calls the cops. And I think that's it. And then she's... In the finale at the bar. Yeah, she's around. She's she's, she's essentially an extra in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I get it. Our world is building. This cast is growing like Game of Thrones. Can't keep up. And you, you start to care about a lot more people. And I get that. I mean, yeah, but don't just write people out that have been there 
since the literal beginning of the show. It's season four. They're growing in popularity. Right. I am willing to bet that they have people that they want to bring in, like cameo, like the, the sportscaster cameos and and the two actual the, athlete cameos. I, yeah, exactly. So I feel like they have stories that they want to serve. Again, they only get like twenty to twenty-five minute episodes, yeah. and you're trying to work a lot of stuff in. You're trying to make a plot that's interesting trying to keep everybody involved, especially mostly the main cast. I would say you always need that core cast to stay together. It's got to be very difficult. It's got to be. And, you know, I feel like Jacob and Jared are both doing it well. Even though I was less impressed with Glenn's storyline this whole season, he's still hilarious every time he's on screen. I mean, yeah. I think that's why the talent show might win it for me as far as favorite episode of the season just because i mean you get you get singy singy golf glenn in my tattered journal it was it was serving a luke yeah <laughs> as what's his name mondo brad mondo brad mondo would say he's serving a luke serving a luke so that's favorite least favorite who's your favorite character this season my favorite character this season, the character I liked to watch the most this season, and I know you're going to probably agree with me, but Riley. I feel like he's the one that kind of got to grow the most this season. But also, some of the most quotable lines from the show are from Riley this season. Well, I will probably not surprise you, but disagree with what you said. Not disagree, but go in a different direction that is surprising tannis is my favorite character this i could see that but elaborate (sighs) plot wise i don't like anything about what she's doing (laughs) because she's actively trying to interfere with a relationship which i'm not down with but one-liners and just looking chef's kiss attractive she looks so good this whole season and She's silly and fun, and I just, all I need mm-hmm. is for Wayne to break up with Rosie at the top of the season, if it had just been that. And then the rest of the interactions with them, with him being single, yeah, but maybe deciding he wants a relationship and knowing that's not Tannis, and then just having this flirty interaction friendship deal, yeah, that would have been a lot better to me personally i can kind of see that but i also feel like tannis is the kind of person who's not going to come around for a relationship i feel like she kind of likes the chase and she kind of likes the fact that it's kind of against the rules well that's what i'm saying because she wasn't there at all in episode one you know i don't think playing devil's advocate as though i don't know anything that happens later i already know they wouldn't do well together and i feel like if they we're just flirty friends. This like actively knowing they're not going to date because it wouldn't work, but just still keep that relationship and that interaction that they have. I think it would still be entertaining. I think so. But Riley was number two. Like he was really killing, he was killing the game, but I, I've already picked Riley once and, and I've just made this a Riley Stan podcast <laughs> for like the past Two seasons, so or That's three true. seasons probably. So That's true. And it's so strange because I mean like I love Andrew Her. I think he's great too. 
But Dylan Playfair, for whatever reason, in this very subtle way, just keeps killing the acting lately. So, yeah. 10 points to him. 10 points to Playfair. <laughs> 10 points to Playfair. <laughs> to Playfair. <laughs> to Playfair. Okay. So, least favorite. Least favorite character from the show this season. It's so easy to want to say Katie, but I'm going to say Wayne. Do you know how easy it is to say Katie? Yeah. Katie. <laughs> it's the right answer. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what? I just think Wayne, he's just a poopy pants he, the whole season. He's been repressed. But you no, know, I get it. He's been kind of a bummer. Well, he was both? bereft over... And in denial of his bereavement over Rosie and him not being in a relationship, yeah, they get back together, and then he just wants to poop all over the fun things the group does. True. And it's just like, dude, let people have fun with their stuff, and if you don't enjoy it and it's tradition, just suck it up and do it. I think your emotional button is being hit by the fact that you start the season with Wayne being super bummy Mm -hmm. and then you end the season with wayne being super bummy and kind of being a poopy pants and really not being very nice to dairy overall he's not very nice to dairy he's got an attitude with his sister he's really mean to riley for no reason (laughs) ever but you Loki really love the mean times. He I is love to ro- that to mean time to Riley. Just because it was so, he was just like way up here at a 10 and then like brings the rest of his sentence back down to like a three. And it's just like, fuck, we just fucking said. You want to let the Brothers Bay home for Hayes a chance for all of us to come together and show them we're proud. He was kind of, he was a little aggro most of the season. He was very, he was aggro, but and it was unwarranted aggression i don't like katie she's my least favorite i know you all are shocked you're shocked don't wreck your car (laughs) but she was just a terrible person this whole season she was just bad to riley she treated him like crap she treated him like a servant she had no regard for his feelings she never invited him to anything I just, I hate that I was made to not like Katie this season. Because not only was she terrible, she was terrible in a way that she didn't care that she was being terrible. Yeah. It's one thing if you know that you have to hurt somebody and it hurts you. You can tell that you care that that Mm -hmm. is painful to someone. She just straight did not care. She asked for this. She broke them up, basically. Yeah. She treated him like crap for several, well, not several, like, we'll say three. We'll round it up. We'll say three months. Mm -hmm. She treated him bad. Consistently, every day, probably. We're just going to assume. And then just broke up with him with no remorse, no real explanation. She gave no effort for the relationship. I'm just very irritated. About it. And I'm irritated about it at the character, but I'm also irritated about it that she was written this way for this season. So I'm Mm -hmm. mad that you've taken this character that I liked pretty well, and then now you've just made her unlikable to me this season. That's fair. That's my thoughts. 
Those are good thoughts. I would say I agree with those thoughts. I feel like I'd, I'd probably agree. I will still, I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep my answer though. Like I just didn't. Oh yeah. Wayne. Yeah. Wayne overall for least favorite character this season. I guess, but, which is bad. That's a top, I mean, that's top two dogs right there. Yeah. That's, that's the, the who you're two supposed to pull for. Main characters. Third favorite character of the season, the majestic Canadian goose. <laughs> those are Karen and gooses. They're barrel chested. They're majestic. <laughs> Oh, man. The only reason Mike Tyson came out on top is because there's no can of the gooses in his weight class. So, we'll just kind of do like a quick in and out. This is what happened mm -hmm. this episode. See if you have any thoughts. Okay. For the first one was the one where it was Gail's birthday. Wayne was being a poopy pants. He was sulking over Rosie. Katie was on his butt about it. Mm -hmm. She gave him some tough love. And Rosie and him finally got back together after Bradley made them low bones over the phone. Yes. Which is my one of my favorite parts of that episode. I I liked that he made them low bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. What are your thoughts on that one? Bless up. Uh, my thoughts on that one... This actually might be one of the reasons that Katie's not my least favorite character this season because she does spit some hard truth to her brother in this in this episode. That's true. I think though it is her one redeeming episode. Kind of sucks that it's at the very beginning, but yeah. What do you think of it as a season opener? As a season opener, I think it's solid. I do enjoy that they didn't go with an alliterative season opening this time, just to be different. They kind of did a limerick rhyme thing. And I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that more than the other alliteration stuff they did, yeah. So that was nice. You kind of got, you know, here's kind of what's been happening in rhyme in the last two months that have taken place in the Letterkenny universe. I would say that's kind of my big thoughts, really. I enjoyed the cold open. I think Rosie has a cooler truck than Wayne. And... That's what's up. That's what's up. Bless <laughs> up. I do think it's still wild that I feel like when we were talking about this earlier, you said this, but that Bradley just still refers to Gail as his second favorite cousin, even though he's at her bar. He is at her literally birthday party. screaming it at her birthday <laughs> party. So, well, if only my favorite cousin would come while I'm here with my second favorite Jordan. cousin. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> my goodness. Uh, and then also in this, I will, I remember, this is where we meet Ronnie and Daxie. Oh, yeah. We did meet Ronnie and Daxie in episode one with, uh, with Jonesy. I do wish, I wish it had been used a little more in this season, but I love, I love their little cameos. They're much I appreciated. I agree. The B-plot did not do much for me at all. Most of the season, but here, it's the beginning of the B-plot here. The Skids versus the, Glenn. the uh, dollar store standoff. Coming. Oh, yeah. And it, it doesn't do too much. No, yeah, I agree with that. I just do not care for the Skids versus Glenn storyline yeah. this season. It's not the worst B-plot storyline. It's just not my favorite yeah. by any stretch of the word. Then episode two, Fest of the Golf Course. I think this one you probably feel pretty hard versus I me. Mean, I, don't, I don't dislike it, but I would say it's probably higher on your list. It is higher on my list, specifically just because of how up in arms they get for the can of the gooses. They are littering. 
for these gooses. They are dangerously littering for Canada gooses. They are violently littering <laughs> for these gooses. I've never been so irate in my whole life. <laughs> you got a problem with Canada gooses, you got a problem with me. I suggest you let that one marinate. See, that's the thing is just quotability for the season. Quotability in this season is just A1. Also, I just love the fact that we get some more coach scenes. Yes, so in this, episode. Uh, this is a fuss at the golf course. The Hicks and the McMurrays defend the majestic Canada Goose down at the local golf course. And the turf war for the dollar store continues. And we continue not to care. This one was the bummy one, though. Okay, it's it's got good stuff, but it's also bummy. They are killing Canada Gooses. Yep. Which is so sad. So sad. They are killing Canada Gooses, or well, the Canada Goose eggs. Yeah, they're oiling they're them. They're oiling the eggs so the oxygen can't get inside the Ugh. egg. And thus... Heartbroken. The embryos can't boys. form. So heartbroken, boys. It's very sad, and it's uh, super inhumane, but I like how they got them to stop doing that. <laughs> they come together to defeat Coach and make him quit killing the more and more majestic Canada <laughs> Gooses, and they, again, don't bring Riley. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy about this scene. So this whole episode, Riley shows up at the beginning of the episode, Katie sends him on an errand before he can even talk. And then the McMurrays show up, the Hicks rally, they go follow the McMurrays, and then Riley probably comes back with sour candy to a scene of broken glass bottles at the produce stand and no one there. We've been robbed! <laughs> He's just like, oh no, it's a crime scene. Why is there so much glass on the ground? <laughs> Something terrible's happened. <laughs> but no one cares. And it has, but I mean, he doesn't... <laughs> He doesn't know. He doesn't oh, and know. this is the also the one that it's got the ant conversation. Oh, ants on sea doos. And that is so down your alley. It it didn't do much for me. I'll I loved honest. the ants on the sea doo conversation. Is this a thing? Like, do you and your friends talk about this kind of stuff? Not ants on sea doos, but yes, things of that nature. Like, what if? Mm-hmm. Da da da. Yeah, all the time. How do you have the time? <laughs> My work day starts when I set up for a gig, and then it's only three hours long. So I got all kinds of time. We gotta leave this world behind. We gotta leave this world behind. <laughs> Such a cynic. I love drama, Derry, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, I kind of hate him because it's like Derry, come on. But he's embracing it, and I can vibe with a drama queen who knows they're a drama queen. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I get that completely. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. Everyone's an expert. I did. I liked their little cat's phrases this episode. I think my favorite one about this one was like when Dan was like, when I was a kid, we were lucky to even see a goose. Now you got so many gooses, you want to get rid of them? Must be nice. He's just so irate. Like he's so <laughs> righteously indignant. Righteously indignant for the Canada gooses. Again, I think in this episode, yes. We see Ryan Daxi again in this episode. They get a little bit more. They get a little screen bit more screen time. time this time. And I think this is where they hit on. Well, obviously they hit on. I think they hit on Riley and Jonesy. The B plot in this one is the one that's like they're starting in in Canada Goose's episode, which is not what this is called, but it's what I call it. <laughs> um, they start to have their fight over Jonesy because that's right. 
they want to bring him over to the dark side or the light side. They want to bring him over to Skid Row. They want to have charcuterie with Jesus. No, no. What about cheese? Cheese? Yes. Cheese. Everyone knows cheese is the milk of Christ. You've hit the mother load of cheesy yumminess when you pick Christ. It's a classic. Bread, wine, cheese. And also, cured and salted dried meats. That's the flesh of Christ. Huh? See Corinthians. Bread, wine, cheese, meats. Christianity is a charcuterie board. Come have some charcuterie with Christ, Jonesy. You'll like it, yummy. Blasphemy! Sacrilege! What would you know? Do you like cheese? <laughs> That's the milk of Christ. And salted meats. <laughs> Those, ah, oh, man. Some good stuff does come out of some this episode. Quotable, some quotable Glennisms on this episode. And I will say that, you know, overall, this is this wasn't my favorite episode. The McMurrays really were hilarious to me, too, they in this really, episode. They really, yeah, they did not bother me this episode. Yeah. They're, they're taunting of Coach, and, <laughs> like, in a circle, and then driving off was actually really funny. I found Super myself funny. laughing out loud, because it was very, it was just very fitting for their was, characters. Yeah, I completely agree. And then this is the moment, and we see, we see this later throughout the season, but this is, I think, the first time we see... That coach keeps a travel trash can for his for his irate trash can yes. kicking scenes. I actually have something to say about this. So I wrote down: Do you think that that travel trash can was supposed to make it through this whole episode, and he just obliterated it on that first kick? I don't know because I... they use his golf bag for the next two kicks that he does. That's true. I bet. He went too hard on it the first time. He went super sane on that first kick. But they basically gave him a one of those like a snack time cup in kindergarten and they're like, Here's your trash can <laughs> and he just curb stomped it and they were like, Hey Mark, that was supposed to last for the rest of the episode <laughs> and they didn't tell him. <laughs> he was just method. And they didn't tell him, so. It was great. Either way, it was great. It was such a fantastic kick. And the last note that I put, I remember on this episode, it's again about the B-plot, which I don't really care about, but the scene where they were calling Jonesy like a dog, but it got a little awkward. (laughs) I was like, please stop. Please stop this. He does what Jonesy suggests, and he goes back to Katie, and she says no. That's not what I wanted because I'm a brat. I wanted the worm. And then he goes back. He goes, no. That's right. And then he goes back. It's a slow motion run off together. That's scene. right. Because in that scene, that was, that was the note that I had. Uh, Jonesy's hair is just absolutely flawless in this scene. They have a tan in this episode. They both have on very good outfits for their skin. Or their complexion looks really good. And their hair both looks very they, good. They really do just kill the hair game. This yes. whole season, really. Yeah, okay, fuck, buddy. If anybody knows how hot we are, you're looking at them. But this episode in particular, just I feel like Jonesy's hair looked really good. Jonesy's skin looks really good with, like, he's tan and he's wearing pink. It's like yeah. a pink-blue tie-dye deal, and it looks really good. So, that's all I have. I'm going to get my ant kayak and scoot on over. <clears throat> Shut up. That was a great that was a great transition. That was a fantastic segue. I'm gonna scoot on over. I'm gonna boat on over to 
What are we on? Way Away to a Man's Heart, Episode 3. Yes. Tannis recruits the Hicks, who recruit the hockey players, to help with a feud on the res. I am glad that the boys get pulled into an adventure finally. Dude, I know. Because the way that they, and I, I cannot, I'm so sorry. Like, I cannot keep getting on a Riley Jonesy tangent, like, every single episode, every single season. <laughs> but just the way that they interact on this little side adventure with them, they fit in so well. Yeah, they really do. It's like, why are you guys not bringing them all the time? It made me a little more irritated. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I wrote down, because I remember from you and Amber covering this episode, she'd said you guys were couldn't remember if Derry was wearing socks or not because of what he'd said like he didn't want his feet sweating in his shoes all day or whatever yeah can confirm Derry is not wearing socks in this that scene. is upsetting and these work boots he's wearing these rubber boots he's wearing i'm not a fan of man feet in general like it's fine i'm not either i'm not a fan of feet at all oh yeah you don't like feet <laughs> at all it's fun if they're dry and clean but we have established these are wet feet these are Moist. These feet. are moist feet. What did you think of the wordplay? It doesn't bother me, so I was just curious. Like, I enjoyed the wordplay. Did any of the words bother you? That they was moist and snatch and moist veg. snatch veg yeast yeast. Last but not yeast. And last but not yeast. No, I don't think any any of these bothered me at all, really. Yeah, none of them bothered me either. I can't think of. Is there a word for you that's like ah? Don't say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I don't love variations of the way that they say vagina. <laughs> I don't love it. Yeah. Like, I don't love box. I feel like it's the worst one for me. And but snapper. A s- snapper was not. <laughs> it was a Critics' Choice Award least favorite <laughs> for me. I'm critics. I'm the critic in this situation. It's me. I'm I critics. awarded it. <laughs> so i'm not as funny as i think i am but i think you're great i was not a fan but, but of the words they use in this episode yeah, yeah i mean none of them really bothered me surprisingly because i Same. was ready for it when they started and i realized what the theme of the episode was going to be mm-hmm. i did like in this i think it was in the cold open where katie gets over the crap and she dumps her and beer she on dumps him. her beer on him now you're moist <laughs> this is also the episode we get I, I for some reason thought that we didn't have a lot of ronnie and daxi but i i've got another note that they're in this one again this is where riley and jo- okay this is where they're at the gym before they riley and jonesy get pulled into the adventure and they turn to each other up before they leave and say we gotta go talk to katie buddy so this is where they all become friends. You're right. You're absolutely right. And they learn what an otter is. So. For whatever reason, I thought that all happened on the talent show episode. It feels like they're only in one or two, but they've actually been just very like lightly kind put of peppered in, in each episode. So far. So far. Okay. Let's have a Ronnie Brook. <laughs> Don't need any penalties getting this box. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I mean, I can't even remember all of them, but talk about quotes coming out of the season it's oh, just excellent and they have so many i think is the problem they have so many in particular these two characters that it's yeah. hard to remember everything coming out of their mouth yeah it's hilarious who brought the rocket boys who's billet brothers are fucking rockets boys i'll celebrate your biscuit all night but ever gone bar upski fag 
How'd you know your dad's safer when I fist his ass, bud? We got real dirty with his dangle, bud. I fucked your dad with chapped lips and a runny nose. Fucked your dad with bad breath and B.O. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. You've never seen a two-way center man with jam like this, boys. Let's see some jam, boys. Let's see you jam it right up there. You need a pest on your roster? I'm a shit disturber. I'll disturb your shit all night. We were very impressed with how Riley and Jonesy reacted because they easily could have been the jerks that were homophobic and they didn't play it that way. They yeah. were like, you guys are killing it at the chirping game and Your we're temples, just... boys. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite out of, well, it's probably not my favorite. There's so many good nuggets in this episode. Yeah. But if anybody knows how hot we are, you're looking at them, boys. <laughs> Dylan Playfair. And then Andrew is like, what do you mean you don't have sex with us? You liars. I, I know. And I, I just love it. It's this, their whole scene, their whole side scene in this mm -hmm. is just A++ for me. There's also the cooking situation where they all kind of, you going to do that or... Uh... <laughs> you going to put that chicken so close to the veg or... <laughs> Don't say that word. <laughs> I think it's funny that out of everything, Wayne's the one that doesn't like the word veg. Yeah. What's up with that? That's so strange. But they had to have him, they had to end on him. That makes sense. You know, like that mm -hmm. was the good ending for the episode, in my opinion. Agreed. This is the episode that, again, it was probably my least favorite but it had a great fight scene in my opinion i really enjoyed it even though wayne did not show out for me in that episode he really didn't he was kind of getting his ass kicked Derry literally had to help him in this fight scene he had to come to the rescue hot Derry came to the rescue hot Derry is here to save the day and then they low bonesed yes. after he knocked out alistair yeah <laughs> what a <Baffling>. name <laughs> and you kind of watch Gronish with me sometimes and our boy Oh, yeah. What's his name? He has a Vivek. weird name. Vivek, yeah. Our, our friendly neighborhood drug dealer, Vivek. Vivek. Party drug dealer. Is also a DJ. <laughs> and my name's... Shut up. Big plot again. Almost almost don't care anything about other than Glenn talks his kids into trying some Jesus. He tricked them. Didn't lie. It's not a sin. It's not a sin. It's a trick. He is just high on jesus at the end of the day <laughs> when he still has all his energy and they're coming down off their drugs yeah i will say stewart and rald look adorable in their little glenn outfits they really do i think rald can rock a skinny tie and jacob tyranny's head fits a bowler hat very well yeah i would, I would agree to that so Good job. Good job, Jacob. Good on them. <laughs> I loved the... Oh, it's not in this, even. So it's another thing that, you know, in my mind, it just pulls out of the bloopers. But in the bloopers, Rald is teaching Glenn how to dance. Mm -hmm. And they're doing facial reactions. You all have got to go watch the bloopers. It's I definitely it's remember that we put it in one of the episode descriptions for this season. So it's definitely in there somewhere. Okay, so well, it, we might pull a clip. We can put it back in here for that too. What but yeah. what they're saying in the dance oh, yeah. scene? 
Otherwise, it's just not going to make sense. I'm not going to explain it well enough, but <laughs> plug that right here because it. it's just really funny. Got it. Oh, there's a demon inside of us. Let it out. Look ahead of you and happy. I now mean again. And I don't think I have anything else other than Katie sucks and I hate her. Uh, yeah. She, she breaks up with her boys. Okay, I'll give her this. At least she does it. Because, yeah. like, we knew she didn't want to be with them, either of them. So, like, at least they're not chasing her the rest of this time. So, there's that. And Tannis's problem is solved because her boys come back to her. Right. Because of food reasons. Because of food reasons. And I feel like they're, in this episode, building up the Tannis-Wayne relationship a little bit to the point more. where it's just, you notice their they're doing little adventures together yeah. and they're hanging out and you're kind of seeing Tannis is on her journey of flirting flirtations. The end of that episode. It was kind of cute. We finally see Wayne be happy and be cute. Oh yeah. With his the, little beer shaking thing. Yeah. Man, the vegiment. <laughs> Man, the vegiment. <laughs> oh, it was cute. But yeah. anyway, because you just almost never see Wayne like get silly, getting silly and goofy, and that was us. And that is a positive thing that comes from him and Tannis. Is I feel like he is a little more silly with her. So, anyway, Letterkenny Talent Show. That's yes. season four, episode four. Letterkenny locals put their special skills on display with their very own talent show. At the top of the episode, I always think that I don't like it, and by the time you get around to the actual talent show, I'm like, yes, yes. this is great. Thoughts. So, I was actually going to ask you for your thoughts, because uh, you always ask me. That's true. So, but I have a specific... Yeah, no, go ahead. ...favorite act from the talent show. Favorite act? I know what you're going to say, so I can't say that. Yeah, you can. You can say anything you want. Well, I honestly... I mean, like, Derry doesn't impress me or anything, but Derry's is my favorite... Really? Because it ends in a big camaraderie. Everyone's having a fun time. Okay. Everyone gets to be involved. They're all smiling and being silly. And mm -hmm. they're having fun together. And so, yeah, that's my favorite. But not because he's, like, good. the best. Because he's not good. Let me ask who yours is. <laughs> Who's your favorite? I believe, actually, my favorite... <sighs> my Tattered Journal slaps. But I think... What got the biggest laugh out of me was the ache dancing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have to plug. It's the first, okay, it's the first scream for me that made me laugh today. You like the little baby scream that dies <laughs> as it comes out of his mouth. <laughs> you have to give it to Tyler because imagine having to do that so seriously imagine the crowd having to not laugh which oh, i guess they can gosh. fix audio probably a little easier but yeah but they're just not micing the crowd but it'd be so hard to hold it together yeah even if you if you're looking at the crowd and anyone's having a hard time keeping it together i don't know it it had to be so hard mm -hmm. to do this whole thing and keep straight face. I think Agreed. it probably would have been the hardest one to do without breaking. I would, I would, I have to agree with that, especially let's see the scene or the part of the scene where right before Stuart says what it's called, 
he like turns around and elbows Rald in the stomach, and Rald just howls in in Stuart's ear, and neither of them break character. It was just fantastic all it around. It was really good. I I made a note on this episode because I don't think I ever mentioned this before. They start this episode with the whole mail conversation. Oh yeah, the soupy and spiders mail. Soupy Campbell and Spider Cremens. So, it's illegal to open or delay someone's mail in Canada also. Right, okay. So, but it's not illegal if you didn't recognize it wasn't yours. And I've done that before where... You've accidentally opened the mail and like, oh, this, this is, is not mine. This is a letter that's in my mailbox. I just like start to go open my mail and then mm-hmm. you open it and you think, this doesn't make sense. And you realize, oh, this is not, not my name on it. So... That is something considered not illegal, but that's from Q-U-O-R-A.com. Oh, Quora. Quora.com. So. Not really the most memorable of cold opens for me. It's not. I kind of forgot it was in this episode. Well, you were irritated with this. I I think this is the one we started doing. You don't like the plurals. Plurals. And the word usage when it's incorrect. Like... Irregardlessly, espresso. (laughs) Which I don't understand what espresso. What is she trying to say? Espresso. Oh. Have you never heard people call it espresso? I know, but also it just was super out of context. Well, that's what they were saying. They were they were all talking about words that are always pronounced incorrectly. But I felt like they were all doing it in a wordplay way that fit the conversation and that seemed out of context that's why she said that's why she started with irregardlessly because also irregardlessly what? is not <laughs> a correct word help god <laughs> i would love for jennifer coolidge to be in just any of these episodes <laughs> oh my gosh she's not canadian is she no because she should be because she should be <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but... But we're saying it, and it's staying in. This one was weird for me because the B-plot of Riley and Jonesy I wasn't invested in. This was this was where they were... This was the CrossFit yes. trainers, the celebrity endorsers. I liked, uh, I liked some of their, their lines and stuff, but, I mean, I don't know. It just, I wasn't into their storyline, and... I'm normally off the bat always on board with whatever they do. Just whatever they're doing because they're Riley and Jonesy. But we can just at least be happy that they are back together as Riley and Jonesy. Yes, they're having their little side adventures. I'm happy for them. They're obviously happy. They're mocking Tyson and Joy Boy who are their after pictures. (laughs) You look like they're before pictures. I like their little back and forth. I think it's cute. Agreed. They literally... Do not do anything the entire time they're at the gym. They really don't. They start to stretch once. They start to stretch once. And then I don't even think they get pictures of themselves at the gym. They talk about their angles. And neither of them ever say they post anything. I don't know. This is gym babes when they're thinking gym babes are going to ask them for training. Mm -hmm. And turns out they're talking about the literal guys behind them which makes no sense but 
it's just played for laughs. I get that. Yeah. Riley and Jonesy think that they've done something special. Yeah, so I say just let them think that. <laughs> and they ninja dust out of there. To go get some ampies. cardio day. Furda. Cardio. I completely agree. This is the episode I put slow chicken death on <laughs> the episode there. <laughs> and that was cute. That was cute. Dan does his comedy. They do a little bit of the meta humor here because they mentioned Mark Ford as a comedian. Yeah. Dan does his comedy and he breaks the fourth wall in this episode too. Oh yeah, for the most part. Yes. And again, we cannot suggest enough you go listen to trevor's oh yeah stand up is hilarious i wonder if there's a way that we can link some k trevor and mark forward video as well i'll link their youtube videos or whatever or just clips from them from their youtube stuff in the description of this episode as well because it is so worth the check out and you can also find both their stuff on spotify very very good so funny they're both they seem to be such good dudes mark has a couple shows in December, which I would love, love, love to go to, but they're in Canada. And we have, I mean, we've got time, I've got time off from work, but we just don't have enough time to get up there, see the show, and, and then get, get back. back for when Josh needs to work. And then the whole thing that's been going around Facebook, I think, that's like, mention your favorite comedian and see if they respond. And is it K. Trevor Wilson? Or I always want to say it is K. Trevor Wilson. K. Trevor Wilson has been replying to a ton of people. Because he's such a good dude. <laughs> he's a great freaking guy. At least, you know, yeah. So that's it's good that he's a good guy, at least. He's a good guy, though. Great yeah. guy. And we find out Derry is a line dancer. Apparently, we have the whole burger scene. Yep. And I just want to say, absolutely not with relish on a burger. That's gross. Yeah, no thank you. Maybe relish on a hot dog, but I have to be in such a mood for relish that I would just rather not have it. As an option. If you eat relish on a hot dog, that's what I don't want to be friends with you. That's what relish is for. I don't, I don't relish your friendship. <laughs> I don't relish your friendship if you eat relish on a hot dog or a hamburger. And then, I don't have, I'm trying not to get too in-depth with all these episodes, but this is a very good coach rant as well. Oh, yeah. Sneeze the day. Sneeze us. Sneezes As a sneezer, Scrooge. You might just want to plug. Well, I don't know. We've probably plugged it already. I think we plugged it on the first one. Maybe just a small. I'll plug it again. Okay. <laughs> I'll plug the whole thing right here. Sneezes Christ! Now a sneezer, Scrooge. What? Somebody got a life-threatening to sneeze out there? Huh? We finally got some class up here after Gail's little strip sneeze, and then now look what happens. Look at it. God, am I speaking cat to sneeze up here? Do I need to get down on my sneeze and beg? Huh? You take that garbage over sneeze and order yourself some chai sneeze cuisine before I go Hercules sneeze up your asshole! Carpe diem! Sneeze the day! Yes! Fucking embarrassing! And... That's it, really. I love the ending where mm-hmm. they all end up dancing. I think it's fun. I really liked Jim Dickens in this episode, and I normally don't. Yeah. He was just really, his little tiny 
bit one-liners were really funny. Um, Making me laugh. Good, good, good. So good. Making me laugh. <laughs> it was just, it was very good for for who someone who's written to not have much of a personality. He had fun little silly mm-hmm. one-off lines. Agreed. Everyone loved Dan. Even Glenn. Yay, Dan. Yay for Dan. Yay. I really am still curious about this observation. Do you find observational comedy funny? If it's done correctly, yeah. Instead of, I guess that happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, one of the biggest comedians for us growing up was Dane Cook. He was a very observational comedian. Was he? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, either way, Dan's the one to beat. Dan is Apparently. the one to beat. Dan's the only one that actually, I think he wins by default. We never found that out ever because they get up and abandon their judge posts to go dance with You can't with participate Derry. and win at the same time. Okay, Wayne, we're on to you. <laughs> and then For your $100 else, bar tab. And everyone else got buzzed, so. Speaking of that, we, we glossed over Gail. That's mean, okay. <laughs> it's really fine. It's like <laughs> better than a movie. Well, that was bang on. <laughs> I I will say okay. I I appreciated Michelle Millet her commitment to that line. Just like that delivery for me worked. That was really funny. Okay, I, yeah, I agree with that. That's fair. <laughs> and I did the math today. Also, you might get after a tip, assuming they tip, get like sixteen beers out of a hundred dollar bar tab well it depends on how much they are i just did an average oh, okay and then if you're in theory splitting that with your friends you're all gonna get like four well maybe depending on but i if don't you're gonna know be, if, if you want to be like if you want to be beer nomic about it you find out which beer is the cheapest and regardless of whether you like that beer or not irregardlessly irregardlessly espresso because there are Multiple bars here that have either Pabst Blue Ribbon or Miller High Life for one to two dollars a glass. You can get that spring break cast off drain it <clears throat> drain beer. Gag aroma. If you just need to get drunk off of Mm-mm. what's left over in the drain. <laughs> just the drain refuse. They'll get, they'll sell you that for free ninety nine. Oh my god, barftown.org, dot That's bro. so disgusting. I'm logging on. And I have never drank beer, and I've never been drawn to a place. That's not true. Okay, I found a single beer that I enjoy while we were in Greece. <laughs> Just happens to be <laughs> from Greece. It was. It's tasty. What it's is nice, it? It's a lager. It's a lager. What's it called? Karma. Cool. <laughs> I'll dr- I'll drink it every time we go to Greece. <laughs> Shouts out to Greece, <laughs> and not once more. <laughs> but don't go for those free beer nonsense things, because that's probably what you're going to end up drinking. Just so you all, for all those of you who are still going on spring break that are listening, yeah, don't do that. All you rowdy spring breakers in your mid thirties, <laughs> Kayla, <laughs> dear God, <laughs> what is my life? <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> What, what is, is my, my life? life? Kayla, I love you, you and that adorable. makes me laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a spring break intervention, Kayla. Okay. We gotta move on. Hey guys. Sorry we gotta cut this one short due to poor time management skills and 
the jet lag that we're still severely dealing with from vacation, we've decided to cut this episode into two parts. So tune in next week for part two of the season four recap. Thank you guys so much for listening. Music, as always, for this episode is provided by Mark Wallach. That song is called Rattle and Shake. Information for these episodes is pulled from letterkenny.fandom.com as well as the notes of the hosts and co-hosts. For questions, comments, or further insights on these episodes or future episodes, you can email us at casualjoshzero at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line. Hey!